critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. And we are on the air. Wow. Hello. Showtime. Radio World. It's I showtime. I am your host. Huh? Doc G. Who's saying showtime? Well, it's showtime. That's my co-host. Oh. Justin Hype City Evangelista. Yo, yo, yo. I feel like I'm too quiet when you do your intros. I'm going to interrupt you from now on. Oh, thank, thank you. goodness, man. I was wondering when you were going to do that. Hey. Dude, I got to be honest. Hmm. Are you, are you a little tired? Dude, I told you I'm tired. I'm I'm a little bit tired myself. I'm tired, though, and to serve our audience there, some humble you, pie. Wait, what? I don't know. No, you should have. Hmm. Would you... This is a question that I want to throw out there. Would you consider yourself lazy? Hmm. Honestly, yeah. Like, I only want to do things on my own time, and I don't really like to do things that much. Nope. Yeah, I consider myself fairly lazy. I mean, I'll go to the gym, then maybe hang out with friends. Yeah, going out of your routine, that's tough. You don't like to go out of your routine. I don't like to go out of my routine. Nope. Here, here's, here's a question, though, as far as laziness. Would you consider yourself too lazy to put on socks? Wow. Oh, no, no, not that lazy. If I need to put on socks, I'll put on some socks. But Good job. Good job. The other, other than that. The other day, I had to go home to get a couple of things in the middle of the day, like pick up a couple of things I forgot. Okay. And so I went home, and I had the TV on for a couple of minutes. And you know, during the day, they like to have a lot of infomercials on during the day. I came across an infomercial for the sock slider. Hmm. Is that... It's a product... That helps you put on your sock. It's the stick, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've Has seen that. Has a little gripper, and you just grip your sock and slide it on. Blam. The info, yeah, it's pretty lazy. That's a pretty lazy tool. The infomercial literally said, are you tired of bending down to put on your socks? Huh? Are you tired of doing a simple task? Yeah. This is not. Basically. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't advertising for disabled people. No, no. This is just people that were like, ugh, socks. Girl, I'm so tired of bending over to put them on. Yes. Like bending down to put. If, if you're too, if you're too lazy to put on your socks, wh why are you even bothering with shoes? Yeah. Why are you even bothering with, with life? Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, if you can't put on socks, who is this this lazy? I mean, I would imagine that a person that thinks one of the biggest hassles of the day is putting on socks, I'd say their to-do list is probably pretty short. Hmm. Like, yeah. You got to imagine if bending over to put on socks, I'm guessing, you know, I'm thinking a person like that, probably not going to have too much else to do. Nope. It's not like they'd be like, man, if I just had a, a product to Help me put on my socks. I'd have more time to dedicate to my marathon training. Yeah. Exactly. It just takes so long to put on my socks. Just do it. Just lay in bed and then bend 
independent than there, me. There are plenty of options. And do it. Yeah, you can you can bring the foot up to you. You can come down to the foot. You can meet somewhere in the middle. There are pl- plenty of options. I, I didn't think this would be a, too popular of an idea, but then when I was writing the outline for this week's show, I couldn't remember what it was called. So I was like, oh, yeah, let me Google you, this yeah, product. Did you look it up? And so I put sock into Google. All I did was top sock. And there was sock stick. And the fifth item on searches was sock putter honor. Wait, what? Putter honor. Sock putter honor. Putter honor. So I I barely know her. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I clicked on sock putter honor and sock slider was the first thing that came on. Wow. Sock slider. If you use a sock putter on or device, me and Justin are going to try to break you out of your laziness today. Gonna try. We are going to bust out outrageous loads of entertainment Jeez. in your face. I would say it is a good tool for uh, occupational therapy. Shoutouts to David Berlin. Wait, what? Uh, sock sliders? Yeah. Are, we're, we're off you of know. sock sliders now. Yeah! But I'm just saying. We're on to entertainment now. I just wanted to shout out Berlin. Okay. We will shout out Berlin. Hey, Dave. Hello. Have a good day, Dave. All right. Justin, are you ready to fire up the show? I got my lighter ready. Huh? All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. That was my noise for. Yeah. Okay. There I don't go. know. That's a little bit better. Yes! Uh, Justin, we got a bananas show today. B a n a n a s. Ooh, Gwen Stefani. That's right. We've got comedian. Mike Charette in the house. Ooh, that's a funny dude, man. He's, that is a funny dude. You you put me on to him. You were like, hey, this Mike Charette character, I saw him performing. He was funny. He's a good opener for Joe Coy. Definitely should, a great balance. You should have him on your show. And I was like, I we gave him, have I him. gave him your card. And I his card actually. And I contacted him. He was like, yeah, I'll be on the show. That's how good of a dude he is. We're going to have him on the show. He's going to be funny. I'm going to talk to him. That's what we're going to do. Hmm. Also, do Terrence Singleton, columnist, Ooh. a good good friend of ours. He's going to come in, talk some football, some Say craziness what? that's happened. There is a lot in, of craziness that happened football. last week. How about that Clemson upset? Yeah, he's oh. going to talk a little bit about Ooh, that. Oh, I know he's mad. He's a, he's a Clemson fan. So, yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. Next week, we've also got a great show. G-Love's coming in. G-Love. A.K.A. Mr. Garrett Dutton himself. That's a fact. Big musician coming in. And Claude Lathan. That's right, our man Claude. Don't know if you heard, uh, Claude got in a little twit debate, a little Twitter Twitter feud. Twitter feud with who? Not really a feud, I would say. It was just just a, a discussion. Discussion? With Lee Ellis from the starters. What? Lee Ellis? Mm -hmm. What? And it ended with Lee saying he wanted to hear some of Claude's hot takes on the NBA, right? No way. So next week, we're delivering some hot takes for Lee to Claude's hear. Claude's famous now, man. Hey, Claude, don't... Wait, what? Don't, don't Whoa. Don't about us, he was He was on our show, and that made him famous. That's okay. true. Not, not talking to... Don't forget else. where you came from, Claude. All right. I enough, pointed at you. Uh, e- <laughs> enough of next week's show. Come Let's on, hit me get up. get to some birthday yeah, suit. Yeah, I want that birthday this, suit now. This week. Come on. Happy birthday, Mr. 
This uh, October 18th, popular birthday, man. Let me just run down the ones we're not gonna. Frank Beamer, uh, that's an October 18th. Mike Ditka, that's an October 18th. Brittany Griner, that's an October 18th. She's a tall one. Lindsey Vaughn, that's an October 18th. She skis. Neo, that's an October Wow, sick of love 18th. songs. Uh, Martina Navratilova. Plays tennis, right? Yes, that's yeah. an 18th. That's how many famous, all kinds. But let's get to our first one. Oh, also something to know about today, October 18th. Uh, National Necktie Day in Croatia. Yeah, but you don't care about neckties. You don't even wear them. I do when I'm forced. That's a fact. <laughs> the birthplace of the necktie, Croatia. Really? Croatia? Yes. Shouts to Croatia. They are celebrating today. Well, actually, since it's seven and they're like eight, six hours, seven hours ahead of us. What? It's actually they celebrated yesterday. They celebrated today. yesterday. They celebrated the necktie, the cravat. That's right. Nice cravat. Time. I've never been there, but I'd like to go on the Adriatic Sea. It's nice. Uh, okay. Our birthday suit wear, October 14th, 1987, in San Luis Obispo. Huh? Of California. Oh, okay. Yes. Saint, what? San Luis Obispo. Huh? Obispo. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. At the age of 11, our birthday suit wear was encouraged to go into acting by his father. He performed in many theater works at a young age, such as Gypsy, Peter Pan, Little Shop of Horrors, and Music Man. His first big role was in the television film High School Musical. He then starred in Seventeen again. Oh, man. Come on. It's Zac Efron, man. The Efron. Zac Efron, The dude. Efron. It is his birthday today. Mr. Efron, happy birthday. Man, Indeed, We're man. all in this together. I guess you didn't know this. I didn't know this. But in 2014, he got in a fight with a homeless dude. Hmm. Really? That happened on Skid Row in L.A. Skid Row. And apparently just uh, fisticuffs with a homeless dude. Come on. It's crazy. I don't know what it's went down. It's a crazy fight. I don't, I don't know how it went down, but it went down. Zach had a lot to lose in that fight. Yeah, yeah, but he, that homeless man had everything to gain. What? Well, you know, they were. I, I would like to know what it was over, but the, the story did not tell me. Who so. knows? Anyways, are you ready to rip some headlines? Yeah, man, I want to rip it. And now the news. Let's hit, rip some headlines. Justin, did you see the story about shoe color change? Hmm. What do you mean? Uh, actress Jen Lilly. I don't know Jen Lilly. Do you know Jen Lilly? Nope. <sighs> nope. Okay, actress Jen Lilly that we don't know tweeted a Sorry, picture Jen of... Sorry, Jen Lilly. Yeah, we'll get to know you. Uh, tweeted a picture of a shoe that apparently looked gray and teal. Oh, no. Is it the van shoe? Yeah, and yes, I saw this. Okay, shoe color. I and know then what you meant by that. Many were saying it was white and pink. Which, I saw, yeah, which sparked a huge twit debate again about what color it was. What What did you uh, did you look at the shoe? I don't do colors. Nope. Uh, Are you colorblind? This well, this reminded me, uh, and th uh, this reminded me of the uh, the dress debate. Yes, and and then that then that reminded me. Of what a heartbreaking slash boring tweet this must be for all colorblind folks. Yes! That's true. Who go, what? what's the point, guys? 
It's a color. Move on. Are you colorblind or something? Yeah, I am. Red, green, colorblind. My oh man, that stinks. Nah, uh, it's not too bad. So like you get like your skills mixed up. Sometimes you want to eat green apple, yeah, but you, you know, get strawberry. You know the big what? diagrams where you have all the different colors and you're supposed to see a number in it. I just see a big blur of num uh, colors, and I'm like, "What's everybody pointing out?" And they're like, "Oh, so that's why you're it's, mad it's about this." It's a number this. seven, and I'm <laughs> like, "Who cares?" Anyways, what? anyways, Justin, what do we do on this show? What do we talk about? Records. Your darn tootin' records. Now. I did not bring the underpants for you to break a record because we weren't sure of your performance. Oh, that's right. If you want okay. me to bring in the underpants, we will try to break the record of how we many underpants you can do it. We can do it on. as long as you supply the underpants. I will supply new underpants. Don't oh, worry. yeah, yeah. New, new, new. They will be new underpants. I will smell them before <laughs> anything gets put on my body. Wait, what? Not today. We're going to talk about a world record. We're going to talk about Christopher... Quali hmm. from Minnesota. 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 He grew the world's biggest carrot. Oh, nice. Okay. What do you think? How heavy do you think the world's biggest carrot would be? Hmm. 80 pounds. Wow. You really overestimated there. 22.4. Uh, but still, 22.4. That's a big carrot. Think, no. of, think of a 25-pound weight. Okay. And then make that a carrot. Mm. And obviously, it's not as dense as a 25-pound weight. It was way, <laughs> way bigger. Okay. I got to say, it's really gross looking. That's a fact. There's all Why? kinds of gross coming off of it. It's not just a nice well, It's like a root yeah, kind of thing. So, exactly. I mean, they it's had just to... a giant root. It's not a cool-looking carrot like you'd get on... You know, Super Mario 2. Or like um, like what Bugs Bunny would eat. Exactly. It's quite frightening. It looked like a mammoth growth of some sort. A mammoth. Yeah. He said, and I quote, I'm relatively new at this hobby. My strategy was to imitate what all the experienced growers across the world do. Nice. The number one thing that every single top grower says is that your soil is the most important thing. So that's what I focus on. Because without it, you can't grow anything. Second time trying to grow the world's biggest carrot, and he did it. What happened the first time? It did. He didn't grow the biggest world's biggest carrot. He, he probably grew, got hungry. He grew a big carrot, but not the world's biggest one. That's a fact. You know, just sort of big. He demolished the old record. You know what the old record was? 20.1. He blew that out of the water. By 2.3. Yeah, 2.3 pounds he blew that out of the record. He decided to replant the carrot to, uh, you know, try to grow other big carrots, you know. He didn't even he didn't even eat it, although. I wonder what it would taste like. His mother, you can ask his mother-in-law. Sweet. Because his mother-in-law took a bite out of the carrot before it was replanted. Girl, come on. He said in the interview, that's her claim to fame. What? And I was like. That's her claim to fame. That is a sad life. <laughs> Just what, let them. What did you do in your life? I took a bite of the world's biggest carrot. Nice. No big deal. That's what I do. <laughs> Boom. Hmm. Anyways, Justin, if you were a former shell gas lawyer from Nigeria and you were thinking of a new job, what do you think you'd go for? Wait, what? What? <laughs> 
What kind of scenario did you just give me? I gave you. Is that real? Yes, I gave you the scenario of Faluso Salami. What? Yeah, Faluso that's his name. Salami. Uh, that's her name, Faluso Salami. Salami, last name. Yes, the last name Salami. Uh, she was a lawyer for the the Shell Gas Company. Yes. In Nigeria, okay. and she uh, went on vacation to America, and she was like, "I like this place. Hmm. I think I'm gonna start my own business." Amen. And what did she decide to start? A gas station. She. <laughs> what? She decided to start. A food business. Ooh, okay. What kind of food? Well, Nigerian food. She was craving her favorite snack, chin chin. Mm. That's right, chin chin. Um, now, if you uh. don't know what chin chin is, they say this is their saying. It's not a cracker. It's not a cookie. It's chin chin. Oh. It's basically little squares of shortbread. That's what it is. Okay. Um, she made her own. And then everybody around her really liked it, like all of her neighbors and stuff. And mm-hmm. she was like, all right, well, why don't I start selling this? So she made a startup company called Snackin' African. That's a fact. I like that. Yeah. She said African cuisine is the last culinary frontier to get explored. That's true. That is true. It's the next one, and she's happy to be a part of it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm open to a lot of foods, but TIA, huh? this is Africa. Oh. And I got to be honest, out of all the continents, it doesn't have the best reputation for food. Nope. Wow, you went there. Mainly because of all the association with famine and stuff. You freaking went there. I'm just saying. Oh, man, you I'm did it. I'm just Ooh. saying. Is it not? It's got a problem with... You're messed up, man! I'm just saying. Chin Chin could be delicious. Chin Chin is is just shortbread. Mm. And that's a delicacy? But it's made with love. Like last week. That's true. The granola from last week, I should have thought. Regardless, Justin, if you're looking for Chin Chin... If you want to get in on some of this African food, you can always go to snackinafrican.com. Not by the hair of my chinny chin chin chin. Snackinafrican.com with your chinny chin chin. Okay. Justin, remember the story where we talked about those sick A mofos at Italian Villa Pizza? They were making pumpkin spice pizza. Oh, the pumpkin spice pizza? Yeah, 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 yeah. We got Uh, another problem like that. This uh, pumpkin spice what? I swear. No, not pumpkin spice. This one's maybe grosser even. Is it like eggnog something? It's a latte. So, have you ever been to Tim Hortons? Oh, I love that place in Canada. What? Yeah. Man, they're awesome. They're cool. You have been to a Tim Hortons? Yeah, in Canada. Look at you go. Man. Have you? You're so worldly. No, I haven't. I feel like there's a, there's some up north, like New York area. Yeah, there are. That's the ones we're going to talk about. Okay. Um, You've never been, though? No, I've never been. I suggest it. But it's it's if, sort of like a, what? Like a Dunkin' Donuts? It's like a Dunkin' Donuts mixed with a Starbucks and a Panera. There you go. And you just put it all together, and that's it. I was looking at the website, and that's what I said. I was like, if you put... I bet if we asked the Dead South, they'd be able to explain it great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Being the Canadians that they are. That's a fact. Um... But anyways, there's a whole bunch of them around the Great Lakes and in upstate New York. Well, there's a couple in Buffalo, New York, and they're offering something this week and next week, which is Buffalo Spice Lattes. Why? Ew. 
Why? They just basically mixed up pumpkin spice lattes and then buffalo pizza. Well, because it was Buffalo, New York. So they thought, why not Let's put, put some buffalo, buffalo sauce? sauce? Yeah. You guys know what that is? It's basically hot sauce and butter, guys. That's gross. That's You're going to drink that in a latte? Yeah, the gross. Come on now. They wrote in their ads, how Come do you on. celebrate our new lattes in Buffalo, New York with actual buffalo flavored lattes? No. No, you don't. Nope. No, you don't, Tim Nortons. You tell them. Anyways, Justin, fun fact. A latte in Aust- Austria is known as a wiener melange. Word. Really? Yep. Because uh, my wiener melange here is referred to as a <laughs> latte. Really? <laughs> That's crazy. So That's, what a coincidence. What a vice, vice versa. What a weird parallel. You barely got out that way. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Um, uh, I just wanted everybody to know a little Austrian out there. Um, That's Justin, cool. Wiener Melange. Wiener Melange in and Austria. And my Wiener Melange is referred yes. to as a latte in Austria. Vice versa. Um, <laughs> Justin, I saw an interesting story. You remember Hurricane Harvey? Uh, yes, but I did not go through that one. Yeah, it's pretty rough, right? Sort of left Houston underwater. Yes. Right? Yeah. A like, lot of... A lot of people donated money. Did you donate any money? <sighs> Don't put I me mean, on. I mean, I'm putting you on the spot. Come I th- on. I think I gave like $5 at Publix, I do believe. Oh. Because, um, you know, they, they're they pretty good about asking for donations about things. I think I did. Um, but you know who gave more than me? J.J. Watt? Yes. That's a fact. And who else? Hmm. The lady behind you. In- she gave five fifty. <laughs> Inmates in prison. What? They have money in prison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 6,663 inmates of the Texas Department of Criminal Justice donated $53,863 to Hurricane Relief. There's good in the world, people. You guys stop imprisoning these killers. Folks in prison who literally don't have freedom felt bad enough to donate their money to hurricane relief that's honestly really awesome yeah yeah hopefully this is your last story because you have to end it like that no i've got another one that's worse what are you (laughs) (laughs) speaking of anything about hierarchy speaking of which Justin, we talked about it, but it finally happened, man. Dude. Girls are now openly yes. admitted into the bullshit. I remember scouts. we broke this story, and I was like, That's wow. right. See, look, we need to get credited for that. Now I'm waiting for my invitation to the Girl Scouts. That's a fact. What? Yeah. I'm waiting. I want to become a Girl Scout. If... if if girls can become Boy Scouts, why can't I become a Girl Scout? You can't become a Girl Scout because look at look at the way you look. Huh? Are you saying my long hair? No, it makes me girly. The beard. The beard makes the me middle age. What? That makes no sense. Beard and well, New York Times. Just come on. New York Times had an article about how the Boy Scouts should adopt some Girl Scout badges, right? And I was taking mm. a look at some of the badges that they have. I'm looking to earn my flower badge. Nice! You know how you get your flower badge? Nope. By... Hmm. I don't know. You have to find out how flowers help people. Jeez. 
Now, I'll tell you right now, considering that the flower is part of the reproductive system of the plant known as the angiosperm, and after fertilization, you get amazing fruits that help feed billions of people, I'd say I know why flowers help people. Give me my badge. Where is my flower badge? You're not even in the Girl Scouts yet. Girl, come on. I should be. I'm going to get up there. I'm tired of selling popcorn. Let me sell cookies. Hmm. I want to sell cookies. Stop Um, hoarding all those cookies, Girl Scouts. I want to eat cookies. There we go. All right, Justin, second birthday suit before we go to musical break. Let's go. Let's do it. Born on October 18th, 1960s in Brussels, Belgium. Okay, we got an international on our hands. Our birthday suit wear started martial arts at the age of 10. Say what? At the Shotokan Karate School. Can you say the date again? I'm sorry. 1960. Okay, okay. Sorry, continue. By the age of 18, he had earned his black belt. At the same time, he also started lifting weights to improve his physique, which won him the title Mr. Belgium. And he started ballet at the age of 15 to improve flexibility and control. He left professional kickboxing with a career oh, of 18 and 1. I think I have. But, you know, just His first on. huge movie role. Oh, I have it. I got it. Don't even. Is it, is it Jean-Claude? Jean-Claude Van, Van Damme. I knew it. I was like, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of Star Martial Arts. And Belgium. Starring and then, in Bloodsport in 1988. There you go, man. He went on to Kickboxer, Universal Soldier, Last Action Hero, and Time Cop. That guy can kick. He can kick, man. I want to kick it with him. He can kick. I would like to kick it with him. Jean-Claude, if you're listening, we'll take you as a guest, man. And we he could do splits like crazy. He, he could probably no groin muscles. He could huh? probably just do a split from the bookshelf over to my desk. He can do a Jeez. split from one... End of the room to this one. Yeah, just hold up the walls of our studio. You've seen that video, right, where he's in, of like, course, on the, the truck? Volvo truck. Yes, yes, that's awesome. Guys, we got to take a break. We are going to take a break and hear from one of our former guests, a fantastic guest, Chili Chills. He's got some new music out. Chili Chills. He just released some new songs. This is Chili Chills killing it with Book Bag. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show. Book Bag. Pump gas, and I seen a pretty girl with the fat ass. You know, a young had to look. This is ninety five point five Spinnaker Radio. WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville. And we are back here on the Doc G Show. Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Check out the podcast when you get a chance, all right? Right now, we are joined, none other, by friend of the show, Terrence Singleton, contributor at Game House and Saturday Blitz. What's going on, Terrence? Man, man, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. Last week was not the best week for me when it came to football, but 
Oh. I'm feeling good. Not, I'm feeling no, good. Yeah, I know not what the you're best referring for your team, to, man. Terrence. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. We can't. We we won't bring it up. Nope. Hey, before I I want to bring up something that doesn't have anything to do with your favorite team, Terrence. Uh, okay. But it has to do with professional. Uh, football, which we're not going to be talking about. I just want to bring up one thing. Anybody, have you ever heard of Ezekiel Elliott looking like a, a chipmunk with, with uh, nuts. nuts in his mouth? He does, yeah, his yes, I've always said yeah. I've always said that he looks kind of full. Yeah. Like he just always looks full. <laughs> full, yeah, he does. I mean, I got I got a picture here, and with his beard, I think he needs to trim down his beard a little bit. That's what it is. Help. It'll help mm-hmm. him not look so chipmunky. Like if he, I'm, exactly. just, he, I'm just saying he needs a, maybe a publicist that will tell him that, maybe, and say... He need it tighter. Yeah, exactly. Maybe during the suspension, he can, you know, take some of the Aww. beard down. You know. That's what I'm saying. Reinstated, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we are going to talk about college football, though, because that's what Terrence, that's what he's sort of a official at. So we're going to yeah, get into much. the... The hard-hitting questions, and as per usual, we're going to do 30 seconds on each. I'm going to ask Terrence a question, and I'm going to ask Justin a question. And, of course, Justin's going to get all the hard hitters. They're going to be the tough questions. I know. you. They're going to be the real deal You bring the heat. All right, I'm going to start off with Terrence. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. First question, I'm going to hit hard first. Why did Clemson lose to Syracuse? Dang! And can right. they still be in the college playoffs? Hmm. All right, they lost to Syracuse because in the first half, the defense couldn't react to their, like, fast-paced uh, motion offense. Uh, what I mean by motion offense is because during pre-snap, they're moving all across the board. So even when you had a quote-unquote breather, you were still moving. Mm-hmm. And um, Kelly Bryant's injury, I believe he should have started the game, but I felt like maybe halfway through the second quarter, you saw that he was he couldn't move, and that's what came into him getting knocked out for the second uh, time in seven weeks. That was right. And to, and to be perfectly frank, if I was his parent, I you, you wouldn't see Kelly Bryant on the field again for Clemson. Nope. Amen. Anytime Amen. soon. Uh, yeah. Now, are they going to – does that mean they're out for the playoffs, you think? Hmm. No. Um, two other top ten teams uh, fell last mm-hmm. week. So, yes. yeah. Um, and they can definitely bounce back with Miami getting that shocker of a win against Florida Tech. Their, um, their uh, matchup in the – conference championship game would be pretty good should be a top 10 matchup and then they play nc state before that mm-hmm. that would be a top 20 top 15 matchup and if south carolina can keep rolling that can at least be a top 25 matchup and that would be six ranked teams that clemson beats in this year which would be astounding look at those stats rolling off look at those stats rolling off justin Aficionado. what's a better stadium food nachos hot dog or something maybe we don't even know about hmm. what's the best stadium food to eat at a football game I, I like nachos. Nachos. I, I like nachos. But you, 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 you got to be, you gotta be uh, careful. You careful, be careful on what? That you don't the, drop the cheese. cheese on you? Yeah, yeah you okay. don't drop the cheese on you. Very true. Very true. Good point, Justin. All right, Terrence. Penn State plays Michigan this weekend. Who wins? Hmm. Penn State. Penn State has probably mm. one of the most trickiest offenses to um, cover. They have a great tight end. They have a great quarterback. And they have an outstanding running back who, in my mind, is the best player in college football. He should Woo. be number one pick. But you know, Ooh, running backs don't get number one picks because you know they're running backs. They're running, and backs, they have yeah. a short, they have a short shelf life. But Three and a half years. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I just think Michigan has an inability to just score the ball. Their quarterback, if it's O'Corn, if it's um, Spate, they just can't 
they just can't match the Penn State's offense. And I think Penn State's defense is a little underrated, to be perfectly honest. Nice. And I think it really comes down to how, I would say, quote-unquote, unstoppable their offense is at points because of their combination of quarterback, tight end, running back. It kind of reminds me of uh, last year's Dallas Cowboys, where it was um, Dak, it was Zeke, and Jason Witten. And then they have a um, playmaker outside as well that can be their Des Bryant. Penn State gets the win. All right, Justin, what would you give Mike Gundy's shirtless body on a scale of 0 to 10? What? He came out at a a, uh, pep rally shirtless. That guy looks pretty pretty good. That's right, for 50. What would you give that 50-year-old shirtless, 0 to 10? I give him 10 and a kiss on the face. What? Whoa. Wow. That just got sensual. All right. I think there the mullet is. would give me the kiss on the face. Ooh, I, that I mullet, mullet. though. We'll, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, Terrence, Washington State loss. What does oh, yeah. that do to the Pac-12? And does that take some edge off of the precedented Apple Bowl? Hmm. Um, I think the Apple Bowl is still going to be one of the better rivalry games um, during that last week of college football. But... There, there is still a possibility that the um, Pac-12 could have a one-loss champion. I, I, I love Mike Leach and I love uh, Washington State. There it is. And I think at some point the air raid offense has their lulls, mm-hmm. and, and um, I think they can still beat Washington because you know P- the Pac-12 at night is just a really scary, weird place to be at. I mean, it was also Friday the Thirteenth. They're going to Cal. They got beat. And the same thing happened to Clemson. They went to Syracuse and got beat. On Friday the 13th. We're so all I mean, blaming it on Friday the 13th. That's be. what happened. Yeah. I'm blaming Clemson's loss on um, William Christopher Sweeney. I'm not calling his nickname until they win the ACC championship game. So I'm going to be calling him William Christopher for now on. My so, yeah. goodness. William Christopher. All right, yeah. Justin, we mentioned it before. Why does Mike Gundy's so-called millennial mullet look so similar to A.C. Slater's hair on Saved by the Bell. Wait, what? It does, but A.C. Slater's hair, is, it, it, it's curly. It's like it's got activator in it, and yeah. it's more greasy. Does Mike Gundy want to be A.C. Slater? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, who knows? Who wouldn't want to be A.C. Slater? That is the correct answer, Terrence. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Those dimples are Even in real for. life. Damn, even in real life, uh, Mario is probably one of the Yeah. He's a pretty good-looking guy. I'm not going to lie. He never ages, man. No. He's, He's like the male equivalent of Jennifer Anderson. Very, or Jennifer Lopez. Wow. Or, Jennifer, or Jennifer Lopez, yeah. I, I thought I'd bring the Hispanic, Hispanic nature in. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Terrence. There's talk about James Franklin leaving Penn State to go to Texas A&M <laughs> to take over. Su- this is not funny. Nope. This is rumors, Terrence. Okay, 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 okay. I'll give you my answer. Is this going to happen, this this takeover? No. Why would you want to come back into the SEC West with Nick Saban still there? Very Why true. would you want to do that? That's true. That's, that's career suicide. He'll probably come back into the Big Ten. Let's say he goes to A&M. He has probably about five years. He has a record probably above 500. And he comes back to the Big Ten where everything's weird. And he could have been winning championships at Penn State while he was already there. So why would you go back to Nick Saban? That's why? so true. So true. Justin, what is a Hokie? Hmm. Come on, this is easy. A, Ho- a Virginia Tech Hokie. Yes, what oh, is it? Oh, man. Um, is that like, like it's an animal, right? Yes. Technically, it's a made-up bird from a made-up word. 
The term came from a uh, school fight song in 1896. Hokey, hokey, hi. Tex, Tex, VPI, Solarex, Solara, Polytex, Virginia, Ra, Rye, VPI. Hmm. What is that? The dude that made it, OM Stole, just made up the term hokey for that song. Really? That's just a yeah. made up googly got for that word. For the, he was basically scatting on that, that song, and they were like, nice, like it. And then they started calling the teams gobblers because the players were gobbling up their food at lunch. That was back in the 1900s. So they brought in a mascot that was a turkey as that gobbler, a live turkey. And they rolled him around the stadium and people were like, woo, turkey. (laughs) And then uh, one of their coaches didn't like that they were being called gobblers because he thought that made them sound fat. So yeah. he was like, let's call them Hokies. So they called the bird a Hokie, and they took out the live bird and brought in their big, goofy Hokie bird. Yeah. That is a Hokie bird. Uh, Terrence, Michigan loses to Michigan State. That makes Jim Harbaugh 1-4 against Ohio State and Michigan State. Jeez. Do you think they're upset that they're paying him $9 million. Yes! Um, for sure they're upset, but you knew what you were getting when you signed up for Jim Harbaugh. He also had a losing record against rivals when he was at Stanford. Um, oh. His rivalry record from Stanford now at Michigan State is a whopping 6-8. and eight. Stanford's big rivals were Cal and USC. Uh, Cal was never at the caliber of uh, Stanford, so that should have never, ever been a team that should lose to. Right. USC, on the other hand, you know, always competitive. But now he comes into uh, Michigan State, Ohio State. Kind of the same idea. Michigan State being the lesser of the rival and then Ohio State being the USC in this situation. But you know what you have when you have Jim Harbaugh. And and in um, ranked conference games, he's not that great either. So then you're always playing Ohio State when they're ranked. So that even doubles down the fact that you will not. You should believe that you're going to beat that team off stat-wise. Amen. Justin. If you need a stand-in grandfather to play a grandfather for a day, who would you choose? Lee Corso, Bobby Bowden, or Lou Holtz? Hmm. I feel like Bobby Bowden would would be the most energetic guy. I think he'd bring the fire, too. Mm. Lee Corso would be too happy, and Lou Holtz, I think, is way too over the hill. Terrence, what would you go with? Corso, I've heard too many um, stories about... Lately, there's a story about Bobby Bowden. He was saying that... um, some of his um, single-parented uh, children needed mom, needed dads in their life because they were too sissy. And I'm not, I'm not riding with that. So I'm going to court. I never heard that. That's crazy. Bash, <laughs> that is so crazy. Fashion Bobby yeah. sad. Holy who's, who's going to end up winning the SEC East, Terrence? Hmm. Uh, Georgia. Next question. That's easy. Woo! My <laughs> goodness, Justin. What? Speaking of Georgia. A Georgia fan at SEC Nation was holding up a poster before the Georgia-Missouri game that said, Missouri loves Nickelback. And I think it was meant to be derogatory. Was that wrong? What, the poster? Yes. Shout out to Trad Kroger. That's all I got to say. Exactly. Wrong. That was wrong. (laughs) All right. Terrence, halfway through the season, who's going to win the Heisman? Right now, give me the name. Hmm. Um, I hate to say this because my co-host on my podcast, Go For Two, check it out on um, podcast on iTunes and that just uh, SoundCloud. That was um, a plug. Go For Two, and, check um, it out. He, 
my co-host Barbara loves Saquon Barkley, and he's been rooting for him the whole way. Yeah. But I will say this: there are two names that I feel like one is well known and one is going to be well known. Baker Mayfield can still get back into it, and I think Bryce Love for Stanford can definitely get into it. He's rushing out a clip that is better than Christian McCaffrey's now at the Panthers. And Baker Mayfield only has one loss. Mm. So I think he can, and in that one loss, he still put up numbers. So I think Baker Mayfield can still do it because the Heisman is usually a quarterback-driven trophy award winner. Mm -hmm. Very true, very true. Justin, I will give you $20 on the spot to name three teams in Conference USA. Hmm. What? Who watch? Does anybody watch that? There are some people that watch it. Yes. A couple. Yeah, a couple. Conference Any, USA. Conference USA. You got 15 seconds. Who's in there? I don't know. Uh, t- uh, Toledo. I don't know. No. Florida Atlantic, Marshall, Florida International, Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee, Old Dominion, Charlotte, North Texas, Louisiana Tech, UAB, Southern Mississippi, Rice, UT, San Antonio, Whoa. and UTEP. That's who's in the Conference USA. Terrence, last question. You had a Final Four of Florida State, Alabama, USC, Oklahoma State. Are there any amendments you want to make to those predictions? Hmm. There are three. I would love to make an amendment. Three amendments. Go ahead, (laughs) listeners. Scratch out those three. Who do we have now? All right. Um, Bama's definitely staying in there. Bama's still there. Uh, Clemson, I think, can definitely get oh, into it. Clemson snuck back in, even with a loss. Penn State. Penn State now has kicked out USC. And I'm going with the shocker. I'm going with Georgia as the fourth team. I think Georgia runs out Woo. the rest of their schedule. And I think they get into the SEC Championship game. But this is for all of my UGA friends out there. They beat Bama by a slim margin. And Bama comes in at four, and you have Georgia, Clemson, Penn State, Alabama as the four teams going into the college wow. football playoffs. Write it down. We were joking with the first four predictions. These are the ones we're serious about. Go ahead yeah. and write it yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. All right. Guys, remember to check out Terrence, Game House, uh, Saturday Blitz, Go for Two. Right? Yeah. Podcast yep. on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Eight is greater than seven. We- <laughs> Eight is greater than seven. It's it's That's true. You can't be hashtag. Mad. What's up, Waco? Hashtag. <laughs> what's up, Waco? Wait. All right, <laughs> Terrence. Thanks for being on, man. Always a pleasure, man. All right, guys, stick with us. We will be right back with Mike Charette. Ooh. Hey, what's up? This Rock Montana. This Mucho Yellow. And this Rockin' Yellow. And you're listening to Dot G Show. From 803 to 904, the best show on the radio. You dig? All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. We are joined by none other than comedian Mike Charette. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm like a 10 out of 10. How are you? That's pretty high up there. <laughs> yeah, it's been a great day. That's pretty good, man. I'm going to I'm gonna throw this out there to the listeners. This is Mike Charette, the comedian, not singer. Nope. 
Not, uh. <laughs> not chemistry professor. Nope. Not tattoo artist. There's a nope. lot of Mike Charettes out there, man. That's so crazy. I didn't know there was a tattoo. There is a tattoo artist. I actually follow him on uh, Instagram. Yeah. He does a great job. I was about to say, you're going to want to take some you know, credit for those pieces. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they. I saw him, and I was like, "Man, he's got he's got a tough namesake to to get above those guys." Yeah, right. And you would think it wouldn't be uh, that, like that. Which, yeah. Right. I mean, it just doesn't seem like a common name. It's I mean, really you know, name. I've got I've got some people to work against. My name is Ben Gordon. I had the famous basketball player that of had course. my name, you know. And there's also, I think, a NASCAR. Uh, driver that's also named Ben Gordon. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you got—I I put, I googled Mike Charette, and I'm just—I'm weeding through tattoos and songs, and I'm like, this isn't—is—is is he that multi-talented that he's doing yeah. all of these things? <laughs> but speaking of your actual talent, comedy. Uh, yes. You recently did a, a bunch of shows with Joe Coy there, uh, yeah. opening for him. And and you've known him for a, a while, right? Mm. Yeah, I've known him for about four years. Yeah, how, how'd that all start? Four and how did, years. you know, he sort of invite you to uh, be his opening act there? Yeah, so, well, it kind of started with um, his other opener, James Ponce. Um, he used to tour... Uh, with Joe a lot and uh, you know I, I work for the uh, Orlando Improv Comedy Club I'm like an MC mm -hmm. um, feature there and um, you know Joe's always kind of been you know even before I started doing stand-up Joe is like you know my one of my favorite comics to watch yeah um, so of course you know the first chance that he the first time he was in town the first chance I got to see him I went up there to just hang out and uh, you know I was like talking with his uh, opener James mm -hmm. and uh, he and I really kind of hit it off you know just talking about stand-up and then James was like hey man come do a guest spot and so uh, I did a guest spot like I think it was like that night Joe gave me a guest spot, and uh, and then we just, I don't know, just like I got to like hanging out with Joe, and we just kind of clicked, and um, he invited me to uh, Universal Studios the next day, so I went and hung out with him Wait, and what? CJ and James, and uh, yeah, we just kind of, we just kind of hit it off, and then... Did, did you like go do the rides at Universal with him? So actually, no, I kind of, it was, it's, that was, so what we did, we went to Universal, uh... We went to Universal. We went to go like get tickets, and like the Harry Potter world had not opened yet. Yeah, and, and Joe was really just trying to go to Harry Potter world. <laughs> so we ended up just ditching actual like Universal Studios, and we ended up kind of walking around City Walk and like doing that whole thing and got mm. some lunch. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I was about to say because that's a, it's like a a real weird interview for the job of being. <laughs> hey, come come ride some rides with me, and I'll see if I like you. And then yeah, right. We'll work from there. Now, uh, are you from originally from Florida? Hmm. Yeah, I was born in Orlando, raised in uh, I don't want to brag, Polk County. Oh man, so, we have yeah. some stories from Polk County on the uh, show. You know. <laughs> It seems oh, like man. there's a lot of meth stories coming out of <laughs> Polk yeah. County. That's where it started. Man, what a history <laughs> right there. That's good. <laughs> uh, speaking of Floridians, I saw you uh, on Instagram with another Floridian that you recently met, Hulk Hogan. Nice. Yeah, yeah, he's huge in Orlando. He's like he's a he's he's all around town. 
Yeah, and you, so did you just run up on him on the street? Was that how you met him? Though? No, 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 no. So one of the jo- one of the like little side gigs that I have is uh, for the improv. I do their media. So every Thursday, Friday, I usually whoever's headlining, um, I take them to uh, you know to the different media outlets so they can promote their shows. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the stops. Uh, was Monsters in the Morning and Hulk just happened to be there mm. uh, promoting uh, a new restaurant that he was opening and um, yeah I got I snuck in there and got a selfie with him I, th- I think my favorite part about that picture was that Hulk Hogan was wearing a Hulk Hogan shirt wow yeah <laughs> he dresses in his own merch <laughs> I was like <laughs> nice and it was it's not like just a little like emblem it was just a huge face of Hulk Hogan, and I was like, "Well, I guess if you're Hulk Hogan, you can do that." And, you know, not, Hilarious, not yeah. many people can pull that one off, man. Uh, speaking of Orlando, I've noticed too you're a pretty big Orlando Magic fan, or at least I am. of throwback jerseys. I didn't know if you were a fan oh, yeah. or throwback jersey fan. Hmm. Dude, I am an Orlando Magic throwback jersey and Orlando Magic current jersey fan. Okay, nice. Both. <laughs> Love it, yeah. Both, man. Because I noticed you had the Nick Anderson jersey, you had the Shaq jersey. Oh, yeah. Rocking oh, yeah. all the old school stuff. Do yeah. you actually think they have a a chance this 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 season? I don't know. Yeah. Dude, that's that's such a great that's a great question, Ben, and I'm so happy you asked. Uh, <laughs> yes, they do. 100% going to the finals. Wow, <laughs> bold prediction by Mike Charette. That is, ooh, bold words, man. I have to get one of our any NBA analysts in here to to evaluate that one. That's you. Uh, you moved up to New York for a while. Uh, yeah, back there a couple of years ago. Uh, how to how how'd living in New York go for you? Uh, it was fun for the first about eight months, and then I ran out of money, and then it became <laughs> like a kind of a tiny. It was kind of a nightmare because <laughs> I, I like, yeah, I ran out of money. Yeah, uh, it's an expensive place, man. It really is, man. It really is. Uh, the comedy scene was fantastic. Like I learned so much yeah. living up there, doing stand up because I was doing the mics every day. I was doing like three, four mics a day. Jeez, man. and um, you know that's the city to do stand up. Oh yeah. Is, not the city if you don't have money. <laughs> it's not a good, not a good city if you're not. Did you, uh, you did you a get a lot of hecklers when you were doing stand up there in New York? Yeah, I did. And you know what? They were they were smart hecklers. They were calling me out on like mispronunciations and is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're, uh, New York is relentless when it comes to, uh, you know, grammar and Girl, and those types of things. They're, I mean, they're really... They're pretty hard up there, man, because I yeah, think, I, think I caught a, a video of you at uh, uh, Gotham. Uh, yeah, where there was slight heckling. There wasn't. There there was one. I, I think it caught you off guard. You heard something to the side. You looked over there and was like, "What?" what yeah, right. That? Yeah. What? Settle down yeah, over there. What's going? Yeah, because sometimes you can't hear what they're saying to you. Like you have no idea. You'll just hear like this like tiny murmur and the, like you know and and everybody will laugh and it's like wait what what'd you say? But. Yeah, I'm the one with the microphone. That wasn't funny. Whoever said that. All right. Right. I think I was. I was only. I had only been doing stand up, maybe like a couple of years, like three years, and I was only into. Yeah, I was three years into stand up at that point, and like it was only a five minute set at Gotham. So, 
you know, usually when you get a heckler, you kind of you shout back to them. You, you kind of have a tiny battle, but five minutes. Yeah. You, uh, you don't have that much time to, you know. I don't, nope. I don't have time to waste on you, all right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's five exactly. minutes is a short amount of time to make people laugh. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah, man. Uh, I was watching some of your stand-up, and one of my favorite uh, bits you had was a story about how you were uh, called gay. Hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, man. That's, like, such an old bit. How often would you say that does happen to you, though? Hmm. Uh, how often am I called gay? Yeah. Uh, uh, not very often. Cause, cause I'll be honest. I get, I get called gay often. And what's worse about it is when I tell my friends, my gay friends, that I just got called gay, and they get offended that somebody thought I was gay because they think that makes them look bad. Wait, what? Like they're uh, like, oh my god, they like, thought you were you one of us. Exactly. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? That's not fair. Come on, guys. Let me in your crew. Girl, come on. No. That's so funny, Ben. You're trying to out-gay your friends. I You're know. Out-gay your friends. And I, I have to say, <laughs> I do every now and then. But, you know. uh, I also saw on your Instagram, you uh, back back in March, you met DJ Khaled. Yeah, man. What a crazy What was that for? Show. So I was actually opening up for Bo Burnham mm -hmm. at uh, UF. Nice. And um, yeah, and DJ Khaled was one of the other. So like, I guess for those homecoming like events at UF and FSU, and uh, they you can either do one thing, you can go see stand up, or you can go to the DJ Khaled concert. Like you go, <laughs> you can only choose. Uh, so. Um, of course, like right after Bo's show, I I snuck over there and, and watched his and watched DJ Khaled. And then afterwards he had a meet and greet and I was already kinda cool with, you know, uh, all like the event staff and uh, they let me do the meet and greet and um, Nice it's crazy. Very nice. Very nice. Did he yeah. give you did he dispense any major keys on you? Dude, he didn't do any. He didn't do any major keys. No, nothing. And I really wish I would have like recorded, you know, like done like a little Snapchat video. But I just, oh well. I will tell you this though: the cool thing about a DJ Khaled concert, or what I didn't know until I had actually watched his show, were how many great songs like he's actually been involved with. Yeah. And like I didn't know that he would like produced all this music, and like his concert is so unique in that he could just play this music and just stand in the back and like yeah, i made this you know <laughs> well that's that's the thing is like he's in so many songs but he's also not actually in them no so he's not. so he's just playing them. he's like remember that song yeah that was yeah. me that was he is, that's he is the middleman you're yeah. having a concert of just playing music. Wow. Yeah. Well, he does a song, and then he does a tiny motivational speech, <laughs> and then he plays another song, and then he does another small motivational speech. Like, they didn't want me to be at UF tonight. <laughs> they didn't want me to play this music, you know? And, then, and everybody's like, go! Oh, but you're playing it. Go! <laughs> yeah. Nice. I like it, so man. Uh, he was, uh, like, he was actually, the cool thing about DJ Khaled, wasn't he, like, a radio DJ for, yeah. like, 15 years? Yeah. He and was, then he got his... He got his big break, man. He actually, uh, too, one of the big things that, like, propelled him, uh, that, like, sort of, that got him into that producing role, when yeah. Rick Ross came out with uh, uh, Hustlin', 
He played it because he was Rick Ross's friend. He played it for uh, for the whole his whole show, four hours straight. That's all they played was that song over and over again. That is awesome. And it got this huge media attention from him just doing that. And of course, the song blew up and everything. And that was that was one of the things that it was. You know, that's just wow. They didn't want him to succeed. But they didn't did. want him to play that song yeah. on repeat the entire show. 40, 40 times in a row, but he did it, <laughs> and nobody could stop him. Mike, we are going to go on to a segment we like to do on the show called Stop Faking the Funk. Now, normally I do this with my co-host, Justin, but I thought I'd bring in the guest to do Stop Faking the Funk. This is where I give you two headlines. One is real, one is fake. And you have to guess which one is the fake headline. Okay. 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 Here's the first one. $2 million worth of gold flushes through the Swiss sewer systems each year. Hmm. That's the first headline. Or Swiss investment banker buys $2 million gold toilet. Hmm. Hmm. Which one of those is fake? Yeah, yeah. Man, they're pro- they're both pretty believable because I want to believe that the gold is being flushed because Swiss people eat rocks and minerals. Yes. And uh, they probably, it goes through their digestion. Uh, and then also really rich Swiss people like f***ing and gold. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to say the fake headline is the millions of dollars of gold that passes through the sewer system mike Uh, you are wrong the fake headline a swiss investment banker buys two million dollar gold toilet the real one is two million dollars worth of gold flushes through the swiss sewer system each year wow that's how much minerals are are floating through Swiss toilet systems. Wow. Fun fact for you, man. Fun Interesting. Fact. So we still got the toilet. It just wasn't $2 million. It was only a million dollars. Exactly. Gold's not that expensive anymore. It's it's downgraded. It's just a cheap million-dollar toilet, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Let's talk upcoming shows. Uh, you've got an upcoming show this weekend, this Friday. Uh, yeah. You are going to be at Will's Pub. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Frigolette, who Dan Frigolette, uh, who listeners uh, probably have seen him uh, at least on the Artie Lang show or Wendy Williams or Totally Biased. I used to like that show with Kamal Bell. That was a yeah. great show. Um, have you ever done a show with Dan before? Hmm. Um, no, this is actually the first show I've done with uh, that I'm doing with Dan. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So uh, when when does the uh, show start? Uh, the show starts at 8 p.m. And it's at Will's Pub, and it's October 20th. Very nice. So all the listeners down there in the Orlando area, you need to make sure to get out there. Uh, If you want to catch up with Mike, you can check him out at his website, www.mikecharette.net, or on Twitter and Instagram, at Mike Charette. Mike, we are up against a break, but we got to head out. I want to thank you for being on the show again. Ben, thank you so much for having me, man. I really appreciate you guys reaching out. Yeah, Uh, anytime you want to come on the show, let us know. We'll bring you on, man. That's what's up, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah. All right, guys, we will be right back. We're going to hear from uh, uh, our guest from last week, 
This is Dead South with In Hell I'll Be In Good Company. Dead South after a little Mike Charette. My goodness. What a good combo, man. By the way, over 29 million listens now on that song. Believe it. Say what? 29 million. My goodness. I believe it. And our show will add at least five more. That's a fact. Five more. Just five. Count. Just five. Not five, five million. Whole ones. Five singles. Thanks to Terrence. Thanks to Mike Charette. Big guests. Big times. I'm saying. All right. Justin, ready for the last birthday suit. Let's Where? go. Let's make it three for three, baby. Yes! Born October 18th, 1926 in St. Louis, Missouri. He was the fourth child of six. He loved music from a young age and gave his first public performance at the age of 15. Hmm. At the end of his high school career, he was arrested for robbery and sent to a detention center where he formed a singing quartet and did some boxing. In 1955, he was signed to Chess Records, made famous in the movie Cadillac Records. Later that year, he released his first single, Maybelline. He went on to release Roll Over Beethoven and his most famous song, Johnny Be Good. Hmm. His last famous single was No Particular Place to Go. Oh, I know. Come on, think about it. Think about it. Maybelline. Maybelline, why can't you be true? Oh, Maybelline, why can't you be true? Chuck. Know the last name? No. Barry. Barry. There you got it. Chuck Barry. I give you two and a half. Ah, You got it. Man. Chuck Barry died March 18th. Wait, what? This year. R.I.P. Chuck, but it is your birthday, October 18th, 1926. Hats off to Chuck Berry. He made an album when he was 90 years old. That's some dedication That's to your dedication. craft right there. He was a big time. A lot of people called him the father of rock and roll. Uh, wow. He did He did do a lot. You know, He was one of the first guys to really blend R&B and, and country into something of sort of a, a rock genre. That's awesome. You will. Yes. Happy birthday to Chuck. Guys, join us again next week when we have another amazing show. I mean, G-Love is going to be on the show. I mean, Claude Lathan. Claude, fly till I die, Lathan. Both of them are going to be gracing us with their beautiful presence. All right? Make sure you come back. All right? Until then, 
I have been your host, Doc G. With me, as always, Justin Hype City Evangelista. It's end of showtime, people. End of showtime. And until next week, zip it up and zip it out. <laughs>